that's nice. What's up, folks? How we doing? Gonna need your sunglasses today. If you ask me what's on my mind, you probably won't believe it. We day drinking too. Cause if life was one big pool, feel free to join in. So I play my role. This fucking spring, baby. Almost summer. And all the while you just trying to figure me out. Let's go. What? But you can't see past, past my shade. Past my shade. And you can't see past my shade. Past my shade. Can't see me, bitch. And you can't you know that, though. Like John Cena up in this motherfucker. And you can't see past my shade. Past my shade. Past my shade. B.O.B. Well, ask me a question, I tell you no lies, but there's nothing to hide. My he doesn't tell no lies, but he, uh, he believes in flat earth, baby. Let's go. Yeah. My mirror is pretty scary. I don't like to look in the mirror. It doesn't produce good results. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, shit. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Come on, B.O.B. Chill out. Chill out. Let's go. Okay. Here we go. There it is. There it is. I really got to do a little fade out there at the end. But uh, what's up, folks? Welcome back to the Millennial Manchild Podcast. And as always, I'm your fucking beautiful host with the smooth, silky voice that everybody loves. Miles Casey, how you doing? How you doing, folks? You doing all right? Is life treating you okay? God, I hope the you know I hope life's going well for you. I hope this finds you in good spirits. As you know, as I stated earlier, doing a little day drinking for this episode because it's my day off. So fuck it. Daddy needs a drink. You know what I'm saying? Daddy needs a drink. It's weird how I can be Daddy, the kid, and the Millennial Man Child. All these nicknames I give myself. It's pretty fun. See, this is what having a podcast is. You just you just make up a bunch of shit and talk out of your ass a ton, and then boom, you're famous. I'm already famous. I'm pretty much famous. And I think that's because uh, I'm just so lovable and likable. But anyways, well, enough about me, right? Actually, this whole episode is probably going to be about me. But, you know, let's just let's just pretend that I'm going to move on to the next thing. So what's new? What's up? It's been a while. Welcome back. Man, it feels good to have this official equipment. Holy moly. I feel like I'm doing the fucking big time over here. We're in the the man-child studio. You know, that's what we're calling my bedroom these days because that's the only action it really sees is just me podcasting. It's the that's the only action it sees, so it might as well be the studio, right? It's not a it's not a bedroom anymore. It's the man-child studio, and I'm loving it. Got this fucking mic. Oh, you like that, folks? Doesn't my voice sound much better? I mean, it's still, you know, high-pitched, annoying. Sounds like I might be, like, an anime character. Or, uh, you know, like somebody's kind of gripping my balls as I talk a little bit. Like, I'm like, hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? But that's that's just how it is. That's just how it is. Um, But, yeah, life is good. I'm feeling strong. Been fucking hitting the... Uh, the kettlebells a little bit more lately trying to get back to that i've been really bad lately really really bad haven't fucking ran or exercised like i should be but you know this past week i hit a little bit feeling good feeling feeling like i'm gonna make it a habit again that's what it's all about you got to get into the good habits excuse me like day drinking day drinking's a fantastic habit you want to make sure start early and often that's the plan with day drinking you know, don't fucking, don't fucking re- play it around like, oh, I'm going to start day drinking at four. Nah, that's barely the day. That's almost, you know, leading into dusk, the evening. Come on, you got to start here. It's one o'clock. I wanted to start a little earlier, but I was day smoking before this, you know, FOB right now, fresh off of a bowl. 
fucking drinking some beer. Mm. Life is good, folks. Life is good. What's their complaint about? I live in Ocean Beach, California. Summer's almost here. The beach. Ooh. Ooh, the beach, I tell you. I don't go as much as I should, but I like to go. Because, man, it's just, it's it's nice. It's it's relaxing. I always end up napping on the beach, though. I don't go in the water. I always just, like, sit there and lay there and fucking pass out, get a sunburn. And, you know, of course, gander, uh, glance, you know, maybe out of the corner of my eye. Peek out the honeys a little bit. I'm not afraid to look. I'm not staring. I'm not staring. I'm not creepy. But, yeah, I'm gandering. There's my eyes are wandering around, enjoying the scenery, not just the waves and the sunshine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So summer's almost here, and I'm fucking pumped. I'm ready for it to be here. That's why I'm fucking wearing the sunglasses. I got my spring polo on, like I'm back at the fraternity this fucking week. You know, it's fucking. We're just doing it up big. That's what's up. So, yeah, let's just get into it today. I got a fun one for you. It's just me rambling and bambling. I don't know what the fuck's gonna be talked about in this episode but it should be a fun one and i think you'll enjoy it so just you know stick around folks stick around and enjoy the show that's what's up uh yeah let's get into it though play a little tunes here boom you want to speak about me that's okay if you insist i'll dead the conversation make it cease to exist they gon' wish they never switched Now they feeling broken, they can't use me as a fix words can never hurt you if you're taking all the hits by all the people throwing all the stones in the sticks if you pay me respect, we can settle the debt. I can always forgive, but I'll never forget. If you pay me in points, we can settle the score, but you won't get the point. Always asking for more. If I was dead broke, does that mean that I'm poor? I got a rich heart, but you can't see the core. If you was in my shoes, you would be by my side. Now you treading water right against the tide. If I gave you my eyes, you would pay it no mind. Cause it's not for an eye, we'll lead the world blind. If we went back in time, I'd have one thing to say. We could be gone tomorrow, but we here today. If we don't fix it now, it ain't gonna fix itself. I say we dust it off like a book on a shelf. If you hear the story, I hope you understand it. The seed won't ever grow if it was never planted. They gon' wish they never missed. Try to shoot they shot, came up short, and now they pissed. You wanna speak about me, that's okay if you insist. I'll dead the conversation, make it cease to exist. They gon' wish they never switched. Now they feeling broken, they can't use me as a fix. Words can never hurt you if you're taking all the hits. By all the people throwing all the stuff. All right, let's get into it, you fucking scumbags. I can't believe you listen to this podcast. Only true, true degenerates and scumbags listen to this podcast. I mean, I don't know, I'm just making that up. But, oh, cheers, by the way. Oh, fucking smacking my beer on the mic. That's what you get here, folks. You get unprofessionalism and somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, but he likes to have a good time. And so hopefully you're having a good time. That's what it's all about. I'm just trying to have a little fun, trying to keep it lighthearted. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I got these sunglasses on because, I don't know, you know, the future stuff. It's all about it being ah, eh, too bright. Because ah, I'm like Jeff Bezos in 1999, son, just uh, without the ambition or a good idea. I'm broke. That's what I'm saying. I am a broke ass. <laughs> But, eh, who, who cares, you know, as long as I'm happy, right? I'm I'm not dying on the inside or anything. I'm very happy with uh, how things are going, for sure. No, I'm just kidding. That's why, I know I've mentioned it on here recently before, but, uh, you know, the boy, the kid, we're back out there in that job market. We're looking for something new. I need a new job. Starbucks is fucking beating me down lately. It's just been, you know, it's just one thing after another. I don't know if that's food, uh, food service industry, whatever, but, whoo. It's been a shit show lately, undeniably. 
But, you know, since I've been, I, you know, it's weird. I, I, nothing is more annoying than looking for a job. I fucking hate looking for a job. It's one of my least favorite things in the world. And, uh, besides actually working a job, you know, that's obviously, <laughs> that's obviously much worse, but I don't know. It's like, I'm at this point where I just think any job's going to suck. I just have a, to find a job that sucks the least would be nice. And I don't know. I think I might have a lead. I've been putting out that fucking energy into the universe that, oh, I need a new job. I need to fucking get on to the next thing. And one of the homies that used to work at Starbucks actually reached out to me the other day and was like, hey, man, uh, my company that I work for is about to open up a dispensary. I got the lead on some interviews. So, you know, if you're looking to get in that dispensary life, ba-boom, hopefully the kid can get that shit done, you know, because I'm just saying that would be a pretty <laughs> cush job, you know, <laughs> cush job, get it? Man, that double entendre was fire. But yeah, but seriously, I I think that'd be awesome. Nobody's going to be mad coming in to buy weed. You know what I mean? Like people come into fucking Starbucks. They haven't had their coffee. Uh, There's usually a super long line. Uh, And so they're just angry. They're just like fucking ready for their coffee. They're about to fucking scratch your eyes out. They're, They're just upset about the fucking whole way their life is. And they're heading to work. So I'm here trying to give them coffee and be friendly. And, you know, just, it doesn't always go that way. People get, people just treat people in the service industry like trash, dude. It's crazy. It's insane to me. Not everybody. Obviously, there's some good-hearted individuals out there who are doing it upright. But, man, and that's one thing. Like, if I was working at a fucking dispensary, these people are trying to get high. So, they're first of all, they're like, dude, I'm just glad I can even buy this legally, bro. Like, man, this is a trip. What a treat, you know? They're going to be grateful. They're just going to be grateful to be there and happy that they're going to get their bud, right? Boom. I love that. That's going to eliminate half the problems I have at Starbucks, <laughs> you know, and weed ain't cheap. So again, you know, I'm going to be dealing with a certain clientele that I think is going to be all right too. I think it's going to be a massive upgrade. So I'm going to be aiming for that, gunning for that job. Pop, 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 pop. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I need something new. And if I can get the bills paid doing that, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, let's do it. I would love that. Plus, who knows? Maybe the kid will get a couple deals on that weed. And we all know <laughs> I'm a perpetual fiend, a habitual fucking marijuana smoker. So, yeah, I think it's a it's a good fit. It's a good fit. You know what I'm saying? I can't I can't do much. I'm pretty stupid. So, running the cash register and telling which people what's the best weed. Oh, yeah, I think that's right up my alley. You know. So we'll see. I'm on the prowl. I'm gonna be hopefully finding out something here soon on that front and I'll keep y'all updated because I'm excited. That'd be fun. Dispensary job. Let's go. Let's go. What else? Oh, so I wanted to talk about this was, this was wild. Um, so it was like probably two or three weeks ago. It was about a week before mother's day. I was walking to work, uh, minding my own business. Right. And as I'm getting closer to work, I'm starting to see a lot of police cars and this whole area that's just taped off yellow tape, a whole street on Niagara and Bacon, just like right down from my house, basically. And I see this fucking uh, SWAT team out and about. And I come to find out, (laughs) come to find out this fucking dude lost his mind. Apparently, I don't know what happened. Uh, Maybe, but he basically, he murdered his mom. About a week before Mother's Day. Pretty shitty Mother's Day present, I have to say. Maybe in his mind, he was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm killing this bitch. I ain't buying her no fucking 
Roses this year, no flowers, no Bert, no Mother's Day card. That's too much for me. I've had enough. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but dude fucking went off the deep end. Apparently shot and killed his mother or something. I don't know what happened. I'm not I'm not an investigator. I'm not a homicide detective, so the uh, details are a little fuzzy for me. But I was fucking scared, dude. I was walking to work, and there's a SWAT team out. And I'm just like, dude, should I? It, well, I had two thoughts. The first thought was like, is it safe to be here? Am I okay? And the second thought was like, is work canceled? <laughs> like, you know, like like a snow day, but for bullets and a murder. You know what I mean? Like, is work canceled? That's what I was thinking. I was like, let's hopefully, hopefully I get to Starbucks and that bitch is shut down. They're like, yeah, there's police over there. We're just going to shut her down today. Obviously wasn't the case. Uh, definitely didn't shut her down. And was very unfortunate. I was, you know, some, something sad had happened. And my first thoughts, just completely selfish. Just absolutely hoping somehow, some way, this was going to get me out of work for the day. And it didn't, which was sad. Very sad. And it's also sad that somebody murdered their mom as well. But it was equally sad in my mind that day that uh, I did not get out of work for that. I don't know. It's crazy, though. Like, how fucked up is that? Murder your mom. Man. That's some intense shit. I don't, I don't know what has to be going through your head. Has to be, there has to be some drugs, right? I mean, also the dude was like 36 and still living at home. I mean, yeah, you you know, mom's probably like, when are you going to get married? When are you going to get a job? When are you going to move out of my house? And then you're just like, one day you're like, that's it, bitch. I've had it. I ain't moving out. I'm taking over. And yeah, you know, one thing led to another, boom, boom, yeah, sad stuff, crazy though. And and in Ocean Beach, such a lighthearted hippie, I mean, obviously there's some sinister parts of Ocean Beach, some some underbelly dwellings, if you will, but man, I did not, it's just crazy to see something like that happen in, you know, a week before Mother's Day, it would have been even wilder if he had waited another, you know, just waited a week, just held out a little longer and been like, yeah, mom, I got a fucking present for you, you know, I don't know. That's fucked up. That's messed up. I'm sorry. I apologize, guys. We're just having fun here. We're just being silly gooses. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just joshing you. I'm just pulling your leg. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. That, that was wild. Seeing that fucking SWAT team out there. I was like, whoo, my fucking heart started pounding. I was like, what is going on? And then come to find out murder. It was a murder. Not cool. Don't murder people, by the way. Uh, obviously I think that should go without saying but just in case you know you're out there you're thinking about it you're you're mulling it over don't, yeah don't you know just you know don't do that <laughs> pretty simple stuff yeah so anyways yeah don't murder but yeah let's get let's move on I wanted to talk a little bit about and you know warning warning spoiler alert spoiler alert ahead major spoilers about to be talked about uh Game of Thrones you know the season finale just happened and I don't know, there's obviously, there's, there's a quite an uproar online about it specifically. People are not happy with how it went down. And I have to say, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get into it. I'm not completely satisfied. I felt like, uh, you know, I felt like I was getting a chance to sleep with like a really beautiful girl. And this is my time to shine. And I was going to show up and I was going to perform. I was going to do my thing. And then, boom, 15 seconds later, I'm like, oh, I, so I, I rushed it. I, just, I rushed it. I didn't mean for it to happen like that, but it did. And I'm sorry. And, you know, I didn't, I just, I don't, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's how I kind of feel like this season of Game of Thrones was. It just feels like they fucking rushed it. Didn't feel like they had enough time. We had a couple of fucking epic battles. Uh, you know, the, the battle with the, 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 the White Walkers, you know. 
the Night King. That was epic. It was it was intense. It had me feeling way too much anxiety. It's like I don't know if I could watch that episode again just because it was like it felt so helpless and like shit was gonna just not go their way. Even though there was more episodes left, obviously it had to go their way. But you know, that's how it felt at the time. But then Arya coming through in the clutch at the end. That was beautiful. I fucking loved that little dagger drop, the stab. That shit was dope. Had me fucking all jazzed up. I was fucking hooting and hollering at the end of this episode. It was like, ooh, 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 let's fucking go! You know, like that. So, it was, that was awesome. Uh, what I didn't find, I don't know. One of the episodes, obviously, uh, with Daenerys going to King's Landing and just fucking going straight Hitler on the fucking whole city, just didn't, you know, sitting them to the gas chamber, just burning them all, just watching the whole city burn, uh, that was, I thought, I thought they hinted towards it, you know, people were furious, people who were Daenerys fans, like, I was always kind of a fan, like, how could you not be, she's fucking super sexy, she's the mother of dragons, she's freeing slaves, you know, you're like, yeah, I'm on board, but, like, these last couple seasons, they were starting to show a darker side of her, a more sinister side, and I think, that she was showing these signs, you know, I thought it was leading that direction, sure, you may not have liked it, you may not have thought that's the way it was gonna go, but it happened, it happened, and people were pissed, especially Daenerys fans, but me, I don't know, it's one of those things where, from the beginning of the show, for me personally, I always felt like it was really about the Starks, I always loved the Starks. They were always my favorite characters. That was the favorite family for me. I was like, those are the homies. I want them to succeed. And they had some of the fucking worst times. Worst times, you know, just Red Wedding. Fucking Ned's head gets chopped off by boom right at the fucking end of the first season. Like, you're like, Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Like, these, these fucking people can't buy a break. But then at the end, I mean, it was very strange, especially the brand the broken like holy shit that's a pretty kind of fucked up name i guess right like the, might as well fucking brand the handicap fucking crip dude the brand the brand the broken brand the no-legged quadriplegic like what the fuck okay that was a little weird you know and he's been such a bummer of a character for so long he's just like delivering bad news and like we ain't got time for any of this shenanigans like just in his fucking little altered world where he, all he really knows now that we, uh, know what happens. He was just thinking about being fucking King the whole time. He wasn't even given half a shit. He was like, I don't want to be the guy of Winterfell the, because I got bigger plans, bitch. I'm going down South and I'm going to rule six kingdoms instead of one son. Like he didn't give, he didn't give a fuck, you know? And he was just like, why do you think I'm here? <laughs> I'm like, dude, what? Okay, I guess he's king. Like, I guess it makes sense that he would be the most fair since he knows history the best and knows how everything else has went down in the past. I mean, I guess. But we barely even, I don't know, his his character has just been very bland, has no personality and boring. I just, I didn't really like that that much. I was kind of hoping they were going to find a way to make Jon Snow fucking the king because, like, I don't know, that's the homie, dude. When he took out Cersei, I was like, yeah, you had no choice, dog. You had to do what you had to do, son. I didn't want to see it. It hurt. It didn't feel right. But, man, that bitch was off the deep end. She was about to burn the entire world down. So, yeah. You know, you got to do what you got to do. And he did it. And he did it because he loved her, I think. I don't know. Maybe. He seemed like he loved her. But then he fucking... Right to the heart. While they were kissing and hugging, dude. Savage mode, bro. 
I did think it was pretty fitting how Dro- Dragon, Drogo, whatever the fucking dragon's name is. You know, I'm a fan, but I'm not that big of a nerd. Like, I'm not reading anything too deep into this and, like, why things are happening. I just like to watch the show and maybe th- watch the thing after where they talk about the show. But uh, when the dragon just fucking melted the Iron Throne, I was like, that was pretty symbolic. He's like, nah, this isn't, it's not about that anymore. Fuck that throne. Fuck that Iron Throne. It killed, killed my mother. It took my mother from me. She consumed her. That's all she could think about. And then she got it and it wasn't enough. That's, it's a, in a way, that's a very, uh, fitting analogy, right? It's about when you want the success or when you want something so bad and then you finally get it and you're still you and you're still there and you're like, what the fuck? I have, I got this goal. I thought I was going to feel better. I thought this was what it was all about, but that's not what it's all about. Sure. Hitting those goals and achieving things along the way. Very important. You got to get shit done. But when you, you know, she finally got there. She finally had the Iron Throne, but it was how she did it and how she got it. And, uh, you know, it just wasn't enough. And you could tell she's like, I'm fucking taking the world with me, Hitler style. Like we're taking it over. My way is the only way. If they disagree with me, it's like, well, then they're wrong. You know, it's like, that's some big brother shit. Some 1984, like, uh, you, if you're having a thought that's different than my thought process of what's good, <laughs> see ya, son. That ain't cool. Nah, John had no choice, bro. So you can be mad about it and say the writers didn't have to go that direction or whatever the fuck you want, but that's how it did it. They didn't did it. And I don't know, I have to say, I wasn't necessarily completely satisfied. Like I said, it was like I was getting to have sex with a super hot chick and then, you know, 15 seconds later, whoops. But uh, they did put a button on it. They put a fucking button on the show. They they wrapped it up. They fucking made sure there was no loose ends, they fucking put a little bow on it and said, see you later, we're done here, you know, and they left it a little open, you know, I'd like to see a fucking Arya spinoff, right, a fucking, she's traveling around, exploring, discovering worlds, uh, handing out smallpox blankets to Indians, like that type of thing, I'd be pretty chill with that, that was pretty insensitive, I'm just joking, but like, you know what I mean, like, if she's going to explore and try to figure out what's west of Westeros, I like that idea. I like that premise already. She was one of my favorite characters. So, boom, I'm on board. That's what they could do. But I heard they're doing, like, some way, way, way back, like, 100 couple years ago prequel about it. And, you know, I'm probably on board for that, too, because it's fucking Game of Thrones and I'm in. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, I, it wasn't as bad as everybody said it was, I think. It was a little boring. It was a little long. You know, it wasn't much excitement. Uh, but it was still, it was solid. They put a pretty good button on it at the end of it all. And I have to say it was an amazing show, had a great run. Who, who the fuck, I like how we're all mad and upset. It's like, dude, that was hours and hours of fucking awesome entertainment. So I loved it. And overall Game of Thrones, one of the all time greats, plain and simple. So hate on it if you will, or however you will. But I'm here to say, eh, wasn't that bad. Kind of enjoyed it. And I liked how it worked out for the Starks because those were always the homies and hats off to them. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. Uh, okay, what else would I want to talk about to you folks here? One moment. I got to read this fucking... Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah. So, before last week, maybe two weeks ago at this point, I went to my my first Tech 9 concert. And for those of you who don't know who Tech 9 is... He's a rapper from Kansas City, Missouri. KC Mo in this hoe. He fucking, oh, what a show. I had never been to a Tech 9 concert before. Always have been a huge fan because I've always loved hip hop. 
and there's not much talent, not much, uh, not many big artists that come out of, you know, the, the Midwest or specifically where I'm from Kansas or Missouri, maybe in like St. Louis over there, but like, I'm talking like Kansas city. You know what I mean? It might as well be Kansas. It's not, but I'm, I'm fucking claiming it a little bit. All right. So get off my back. And, uh, I was the closest like rapper. So in my high school days, it was fucking tech nine, every single party. They would sometimes they would play songs fucking six times, seven times in a row. Same song. Like I remember it. I was like, you're ruining the song for me, but I get it. It's a good song. And, uh, man, what a fucking show I have never seen. It he packed in, uh, the house of blues. That bitch was sold out and it was so funny. Uh, me, my homie Max and my homie Aaron Elson, we went to the show and we didn't have tickets. We were just hoping to like, hopefully we find somebody there. Hopefully they got some at the fucking box office or whatever and we can get in and we're walking there downtown to the house of blues. And the first fucking person we talked to, the first dude, this old 57 year old dude named Ed was going to a tech nine concert and had four tickets, but he was by himself. But boom, baby, it fucking was beautiful. We got those tickets for $20 each when they were supposed to be 35, saved 15 bucks already. Lovely. Then we go in, we get some drinks. Uh, there's a few acts before tech nine that were, they're pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't bad, but man, once tech nine came on that fucking place went insane. It was awesome. I'd never really experienced a concert where like people were going like they loved it. They were loving every minute. Tech nine had people just hyped up beyond belief. I was fucking jumping out of my shoes. I was wanting to punch somebody in the face. I was loving that music, the the energy he was putting out there and putting on stage, like with the performance and just the music that he has, you know, when he's playing fucking riot maker and dysfunction, all these songs, I'm just like, Oh my God, this shit takes me back, son. This shit takes me back to when I was just fucking wilding and being young back in high school and college. And Oh man, it was a great time. So I'm, I'm basically just here to say like, if you ever have a chance to go see the homie tech nine, dude, go do it. It's, it's such a good time. It may, I don't know, maybe tech nine is not your jam, but he puts on a hell of a show and the crowd is so much fun. Very diverse. I, I had a great time and highly recommend it plain and simple. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah. And that's another thing. Like that's something I, I'm, I'm trying to do more like when an artist that I really like or somebody that I've like fucked with for a while and you know, never seen them live. Like I have to start trying to do that because I don't know. It's, it sucks. Like <clears throat> you don't know when somebody's going to be gone. You don't know when somebody might pass away or whatever. Right. Like I've talked on here a couple times, like RIP Nipsey Hussle, Mac Miller. Those are two people I would have loved to see perform live. And I actually had a chance to see Mac Miller perform live at this, uh, hip hop festival. A buddy invited me. He wanted me to go up there. He had a hotel room, da 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 da. But, uh, my broke ass had no extra money. I had no gas money, had no way of getting up there. And I just couldn't make it happen, unfortunately. And that's a huge regret of mine. Like I regret not being able to go see Mac Miller because man, I'll never get to see that now. And it's such a bummer. So that's one thing I'm trying to do when I have a chance to go to a show and somebody asks me to go to a show. It's like, yeah, I'm in, let's do it. Where are we going? Especially if I fuck with the band, like because, or whatever the artist is or whoever's performing, because I also went and saw comedian, uh, Russell Peters. Hilarious, dude. The homie Brett Lytle had an extra ticket and was like, Hey man, if you can get up here, we're making it happen. 
and I took the fucking the blue demon up to uh, Costa Mesa and we went to the Irvine Improv and saw Russell Peters and it was an awesome time. It's something about going to the live shows that you just can't get when you're watching it on Netflix or listening to it in your room. It's just not the same. It's just not the same. And man, I, I just love the energy there and how, you know, watching people do their thing on stage in front of all these people. It's like, fuck, that's what I want to do someday. And I know I'm not even close to it. I know I'm not even halfway to halfway to halfway there. You know what I mean? So, but it's inspiring and it's fun to see. And it was such a good time. It's just, just going out and having fun, right? This is something I want to do more. I got to figure out a way to just be a little more frugal so I can allocate more of my dollar bills to that type of activity. You know, I rather have an experience. I'm not trying to have a, I mean, I am trying to have a big fat bank account someday. You know, don't, don't get it twisted. I mean, someday I'm trying to be fucking daddy fat sacks, but you know, for now it's about an experience. I want to have an experience. I want to go feel something. I want to create a memory. I want to have a good time with the homies or whatever it is. Sometimes I've gone by myself and I've had fun. Like it's just nice to be reminded of like, Oh yeah, that's what I should be doing again. I should be able to find ways to make that happen. And yeah, so that's one of my new new goals that I came up with recently. We're out here. We're gonna be trying to go to some more shows because it's so much fun. I love it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just the hype, the environment. Woo! Good times, baby. Good times. But that's pretty much. Oh, <clears throat> the last thing I wanted to talk about. The last last thing before we wrap it up. Uh, this is pretty cool. This is really cool, actually. Um. Sorry, still day drinking. Had to get a sip of that beer. But, uh, so a couple comedians that I, I know adjacently, I don't know them very well. We've had a few conversations. They probably wouldn't even admit that they know me. Who knows? But, uh, man, there's a few comedians out here in San Diego who started a podcast called Mueller. She wrote, which obviously is about the Mueller investigation and Trump and all that, that nonsense. But it's a fucking, it's so cool to see, like, this is a podcast that, I mean, they may, they may have started a little bit before me, uh, whatever, you know, um, before they started their podcast, but they had a great idea. They're funny. And they ended up winning just recently. They won a Webby award, which I don't know exactly what that is, but it's fucking cool. It's like the, the people it's like for podcasts that are on the internet. There's no like TV place. You're not going to get a Grammy. You're not going to get an Emmy, you know? So it's like that, right? So that's what it's for. That's what the Webby's awards are. And the Mueller She Wrote podcast re- recorded and uh, created here in San Diego. So a couple of different comedians, uh, Jaleesa and Jordan that I know, they they fucking got that shit and they've been killing it with this podcast. And it's super in- inspiring. And it's just like, man, it's cool to see that podcast can still be created out of nowhere on a good idea, on a whim and become successful and popular. You know, it's it gives the little guy like myself hope. And I must say, you know, Again, that's a testament to Trump creating some more jobs, right? Look at that. Bob, boom. They wouldn't have that podcast without Trump. So look at that. He's It's another Trump success story. Creating jobs. I'm just fucking with you. That's They probably wouldn't appreciate that. But <laughs> yeah, anyways, shout out to them. That's fucking super cool that they got the award. And I doubt they even see this, but I just wanted to give them a shout out because, man, that's so cool. I would love to get some type of a award for my podcast someday. And if not, I don't care because I'm going to still be here doing the damn thing. You know what I'm saying, son? <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got for you folks. Thank you for listening. Uh, much love. And I'll play you some tunes and then hit you with that outro. Peace.
That's me singing to all the people who no longer listen to the podcast. Please, please don't leave. Come back. I know it's my fault, but I'll, I'll, I'll fix it. What do you want from me? Ah, I just want to be loved. No, what's up? There we go. The 76th episode of the Millennial Manchild podcast is in the fucking books. Right? It's done. We did it. We out here. Woo. I love it. That's what's up, gangsters. But yeah, I love it, snowflakes. We out here. 76 episodes deep. Couldn't be done without you beautiful fucking folks from home or work or on the commute, whatever the fuck you're doing and still checking out the podcast. God damn it. I just, I love you. Thank you so much for, you know, making some dreams come true. Who would have guessed that some dummy from Kansas could have potentially hundreds of listens a week? Woo. Crazy stuff. I love it, folks. You guys are awesome. And, you know, maybe that's not the big time. Maybe that's not going to get me paid. But I'm having fun. And I appreciate what you guys do for me by tuning in, giving me shouts out, whatever the fuck it may be. I appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening. Boom. That's what's up. But, yeah, that's moo. There we go. That's all I got for you folks today. Yeah, we're keeping it short here in the outro. Uh, I just want to say, if you like that Earthquake song, that's by Tyler, the creator. You should check out his new album, Igor. The other thing I'm recommending today is checking out uh, Schoolboy Q's Crash Talk because also those are two people that I, I, I just love their music. I fuck with them heavy. I'm a big fan. And I think if you're looking for something new to listen to, go check it out. That's my recommendation for the week. Uh, but the, the music for today's episode obviously started out with a little B.O.B. Past My Shades. Uh, went to Grow Some by MCXI or MC11 if it's Roman numerals. I'm not sure. And, and then Earthquake by Tyler, the creator from his new album, Igor, which is pretty dope. Check that out. Uh, and the last song we're hitting you with here on the outro is Broke by Sam Henshaw. Yeah. And that's all I got for you, folks. I love you, beautiful snowflakes. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, folks, Millennial Manchild out. Maybe she's got a point who gets the sack from five guys. She thinks I'm so incapable of change. But I can cut down on my feet, give you what you need. Take time to make time. Girl, I can stop procrastinating. Oh, oh, oh.